Hi, and welcome to Simply Happy Conversations. I'm Narelle King, and in this Simply Happy Conversation favorite tip series, Sharon, an ADHD coach and parenting mentor from the functional family, is sharing ideas to help understand the ADHD brain. To listen to the full conversation, head to episode 99, The ADHD Brain's Negative Bias with Sharon from the Functional Family, or check out the recording on YouTube. Let's jump into this favorite tip. Welcome to Simply Happy Conversations. I'm Narelle King, wellness and organizational coach and yin and nidra yoga instructor. This podcast will help you create more time using organizational strategies so that you can start to simplify your life and prioritize your health. I'll be sharing conversations with other health and organizational experts and solo episodes with tips to help you simplify your life and prioritize your health. About the brain's negative bias. And yeah, like tell us about it. And because I know for um, organizing, the two that I do hear a lot is I've tried that before and that doesn't work for me are the two negative biases that I will hear a lot. Okay. Well, let's let's talk talk about negative bases. Yes. (laughs) So the ADHD brain we know has a negativity bias, right? So actually all brains have negativity biases generally, um, but the ADHD brain, it tends to stick in there a lot more. So there's a few reasons why. Um, number one, the ADHD brain struggles with short-term memory and we know that the negativity brain, like the negative chemicals that are released when you have a negative emotion stick around in your system for like three times longer than positive ones. So you've got, a more, ch- you've got more chance of remembering the negative ones because they're around for longer. Your body responds to it for longer. It takes longer to get rid of those. Um, but also we've got RSD. So for those of you that don't know, we've got rejection sensitivity dysphoria. And the easiest way I can explain that is we often have it sort of, ex- we people with ADHD feel things extremely. Easiest way I can explain it is when I receive a text message, I read it, hey, I'm going to be late. Start without me. Like I read it in that tone. When my husband gets a text message, he reads it, hey, I'm going to be late. Start without me. <laughs> he is... <laughs> So it's the same text message, but we're perceiving a different tone. And that, if you take it across a lot of social uh, situations, not just reading, is how he perceives things. Like he perceives things as a slight jab or attack all the time. And he has to work really hard to overcome RSD or to, to ask the questions like, okay, what are the facts here? Do I actually have evidence for, you know, that mm. being a negative experience, it, changing that um, you know, that if, what if to an is, what actually is, give me the facts, give me the facts of the situation. Um, so when you're talking, so we know that we're prone to a little bit of negative, uh, negativity bias, right? We're prone to a bit of uh, collecting the negative. Uh, and they're quite, you know, the, the brain is good at going to the negative, everyone's is. So, and we know that ADHD brain is better at it. So when you come across things in like your job for organizing and you said you mentioned you hear that that pattern of thinking, I've tried that before, that's a bit of a brain trick, that one. Because when someone says, like when you start talking about a strategy and they say, I've tried oh, I've tried that before, or they don't even say it, they think it, I've tried that mm, before. Yeah. How often have we been in a seminar or something and they they start talking about it and you get the gist that you might have already heard it before? And that's your brain going, Well, I'm only gonna half ass be here right now because I'm gonna check out and think about what I'm going to have for dinner tonight, right? So it's a, it's a, it's actually just distracted thinking, right? It's a, it's a, it's a way of checking out. 
And so that's okay for when we call it what it is. It's, it's a distraction because we never know what someone's going to do with that information. We never know if they even if it is the same information, how they're going to present it. We're never going to know what we're going to absorb differently this time. Like you can watch the same movie three times and go, oh, my gosh, I've never seen that bit of the movie before. Like that changes everything. Yeah. Um, so we just have to be aware of I've tried that before uh, because we don't know what's going to work for us now. We're different. We're evolving. There's neuroplasticity. We are changing all the time. Uh, things things change. What works for us changes. Um, and the other one that you mentioned, that doesn't work for me. That is valid, but I, I want to delve in. The coach in me wants to go, okay, why? Why doesn't it work for you? Um, did we stop at the time to analyse why it didn't work? Is it a, just a limiting belief? You know, is it a bit, bit like me saying, oh, I'm not very good at finances? Yes. Um, <laughs> because it's a limiting belief. Why? What can we do? What system can we put in place to help you with this? Um, is it something that you have been told? Like an example of this is my best friend spent 28 years of her life thinking she was allergic to seafood. Turns out she's not. Her mum's just allergic to seafood and somewhere in her childhood she picked up that there's an allergy to seafood but not absorbed all the information and she actually oh, wow. doesn't have an allergy at all. It's her mum's <laughs> allergy. Like we just absorb this stuff yes. like from our parents sometimes. So is it is it something you've been told that maybe you're not good at or that's not going to work because you heard it somewhere sometime? Um, and is it still relevant? Because we are always changing. We are, what, what works now might not work in the future. What works you know, in the, you know, what worked in the past might not, might not work now, you know. Mm. Um, so all of those things are, you know, just good to question. So when you hear those things coming up, uh, is, it, is it a trick? Is, do we need to analyse it? Do we need to talk about it? And it still might be valid. That's okay. Mm. But it's worth spending a couple of minutes on there and just seeing Definitely. I know with that one that doesn't work for me. It's like, oh, that's okay. We can we can try and we can always put it back. Like uh, like try something out. Nothing's put in concrete. We can always move things back. And when I put that, they're like, oh, you just change it all back. And I went, of course I would. So that is definitely something that helps us to then move past it, try something out, and then if we need to tweak it again, like that's one of the things I love about my job is being able to always come back and revisit it and move it around. So, yeah, it's a great tip, though, to check in as to where is that coming from. Generally, it is, you know, it seems to always, when it does come up, it's from childhood. It seems to be a lot of things, yeah, that come up mm. for us, yeah. Thank you so much for joining me for today's Simply Happy Conversation. If you find yourself wasting precious time searching for misplaced items and wishing for a more organized life, then you need my five-minute declutter ebook, the ultimate guide to quick and easy organizing solutions for a clutter-free and happy home. Forget about spending months comarying your house. These fun solutions are designed to give you immediate results in under five minutes. Head over to Simply Happy in the resource section and download your free copy and start seeing results in minutes. I'd like to acknowledge the Wadharong people of the Kulin Nation on which this podcast is recorded as the traditional custodians of the land. I pay my respects to their elders, past, present and emerging.